It's episode 127 of Leading Ladies in Corpus Christi, and I'm so excited to introduce my next guest. She's the owner of Eleanor's Coffee Bar and Market and co-owner of everybody's downtown favorite, Lucy's Snack Bar. I'm talking about Jessica Janak. Welcome. Thank you. Yes, and I'm I'm so glad that uh, Valeria introduced me to you because I... I it's one of those things where like I will admire y'all from afar and I can't, mm -hmm. not that I can't, but I'm really nervous to ask people I've never met or really had a conversation with to be on the podcast. So I'm so mm -hmm. thankful for Valeria for uh, being like, hey, being like the catalyst for that. Everybody is thankful for Valeria. She is like, gosh, or the city's lucky to have her. Uh, you literally pulled the words out of my mouth. I'm like, we don't mm -hmm. deserve her. And like, we she... don't deserve her. We really don't. <laughs> Well, and truthfully, it was because of her that I got to go to Eleanor's for the first time. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. uh, it, you know, I, I'm almost embarrassed to admit it, but my husband and I are like, we'll just make coffee at home, right? Like pinching pennies kind of thing. And then it's like, for, I'm so glad that uh, Valeria invited me. She's like, the Eleanor's, this is where I'm at. And it's literally like mm -hmm. her office. And it I can is, see yeah. why. Like, I mean, the vibe there is just incredible. And mm -hmm. I know that you guys have been around for five years and that to me is just tremendous, especially I'm born and raised mm -hmm. in Corpus Christi. So I know how I've seen it. I, I'm not a business owner, but I've seen how mm -hmm. it can be hard to establish a foothold for a local business. And so were you born and raised in Corpus Christi as well? I was, yeah, I was born and raised here. And then, um, you know, growing up um, in, in an era without social media, I just wanted to get out as soon as I graduated from high school and I wanted to go as far away as possible. Um, I made it as far as Dallas. Wow. Uh, and I hated Dallas. Like I couldn't <laughs> get home quick enough. Mm -hmm. um, I was patient enough to finish my degree, which was in fashion design at the Art Institute. Um, but I moved home. I, we packed the day of my graduation. I moved home the day after. So wow. um, I was in a hurry to get home. And so I did that and I was here for a couple years. And then I lived um, in College Station, Texas for about three years with my ex-husband while he was in grad school. Mm -hmm. um, but other than that, any of my experiences outside of Corpus is from extensive traveling, you know, as much as I can. Absolutely. So fashion, I mean, how did you, mm -hmm. how did you get into that? Was that always something that you were passionate about growing up or how did you end up going and majoring in that? Um, absolutely. <laughs> I started the first fashion club of King High School when I was in high school. This is amazing. Um, which lasted from like my sophomore year to my senior year. I'm not even sure what we did. I think we made like <laughs> one article of clothing a year um, and did a couple bake sales. Uh, but it was, and we talked about fashion. It was really just like a meeting, you know, to bring everybody together and talk about what we were reading in the magazines. Um, and well, because really, growing up here, that's all we had. What were those editorials, yeah. right? Because, like you said, Absolutely. no social media. Yeah, everything wasn't like the world wasn't at our fingertips. And um, I'm recently getting back into magazines, though, and I don't know why I ever got away from them. Uh, I used to have so many subscriptions, and the other day I like bought a stack of magazines uh, when when the uh, impending uh, freeze was oh, coming. So, gosh. Um, but yeah, so I did fa the fashion club. I wanted to go to an art school. My brother also went to he went to Kansas City Art Institute. So it was kind of just that was where you know I was going to end up at some um, art institution of some sort, and so I did that um, and graduated and. 
I knew moving back to Corpus, there wasn't really going to be much of a market for my degree. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that I cared a whole lot. I think, I think at the time I just kind of always knew I wanted a space of some sort. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, you know, at the time when I graduated, did I think it was going to be a coffee shop? Absolutely not. Um, but I knew I wanted to create some sort of home. I think with the fashion design degree, I just assumed it would be retail of some sort. Um, but it evolved over the years and that's how I came to Eleanor's. Yeah. And so how did it ultimately come to be a coffee bar? Right. Because I feel like, you know, we have like the, again, being from Corpus, it's all about the, Mm -hmm. or had been all about the chains. And so I feel like for you to introduce like a local coffee spot was so brave Mm -hmm. and exactly what we needed. And so how did you come to that idea? Yeah. So, um, I've always brewed my coffee with a Chemex. Like it's what I've always done. Um, I've always done pour overs. I don't even know how to use the coffee machine really. Um, (laughs) and so, uh, and so I didn't, I just always wanted a place I think to have, which I felt Corpus was lacking at the time. Like granted, this was five and a half years ago. Mm -hmm. We lacked a pretty space Mm -hmm. that like, I would want to go in and, you know, take a picture with my friends and be proud of it. Um, and say like, that's where I go to get coffee. Um, but then also have really good food under the same roof and coffee waves does a great job of coffee. They were kind of the only people while I was doing my business plan and my sort of groundwork and homework, mm-hmm. um, uh, green light opened, I think like a month before we did. Um, and, and they did a great job. We were all sad to see them shut their doors. Um, yes. but yeah, it, we just, I just felt like good food though. I couldn't go get a good meal. If I got a good meal, you know, like biscuits and gravy or biscuits and fried eggs from town and country, no offense. I wasn't, you know, yes. too gung ho or excited about the coffee. Um, or it was the opposite. It was like, if I wanted good coffee, I'd have to take it and go eat somewhere else yes. to get a full meal. Yes. Okay. I love that. Cause yeah, ultimately yeah. you decided, you know, this is what I want to see. And then you created mm-hmm. it. And I, yeah. why I'm not sure if you've made the connection, but you did the same thing with your fashion club and King at King high school, you know what I mean? Which doesn't seem like a big deal. Let's just bring everybody together. Yes. And so I feel like you've always kind of had that spirit in you where you're wanting to create, you're like, I see a void. I know I'm going to fill it. And and ultimately you do it. Yeah. Yeah. That to me is huge. Like, you know, you have an idea and then you execute it. Right. Like, cause Mm -hmm. look, Mm -hmm. I mean, at one point you were an owner or and or co-owner of three businesses here in Corpus. Successful while businesses. Preg- while I was pregnant with my third child. Right. <laughs> so that's why I'm like, yeah. I mean, wow. Like ta- talk about the kind of drive. Yeah. Okay. So El- Eleanor's was first. And so I know mm-hmm. that you named it after your grandmother. So tell me about right, her. Right. So she is, she's my, she's my paternal grandmother. So she's my father's mother. And, and she was just, she was just so hospitable. And that was something that I think Eleanor's has done very well. You know, this is our last week of Eleanor's storefront. Yes. And so we are going to have to close on Saturday. But yes. um, she was the type of person that you could walk into her house and whatever she had. I mean, she was always just kind of prepared for that um spontaneous guest and it was like you'd go in and like she'd throw peanuts in your face she'd made she'd make you a scotch and water um uh, which was like mostly just scotch um or she'd give you like <laughs> a nestle drumstick sounds like something. my kind of lady yeah she was the best um but she she was just always so so like attentive 
And, and that was something, you know, when we used to interview people at Eleanor's, it was something that we were like, you know, we have to tell you, like, these people are our family. Mm-hmm. You know, we love them like like they are our family. And Eleanor's is an extension of our home. Um, and that's kind of just how you felt. We called her Nani. And that was just how you felt at her house. Like, it was just, it was like the place where you went all the time. Like, it's where you wanted to take your friends in high school. And Yeah. I love that. Uh, I love that you are keeping it so close to like family ties, right? Because not only mm-hmm. did you name Eleanor's after your grandmother, but you've also started a business with your brother. I mean, some people yeah. would think like this is madness, like because so many people yeah. have like weird I mean, relationships w- with their siblings. We're some of those people sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> but we eventually work through it, you know. You know yes, it's not without our own issues, but yeah, of course. Um, but even still, like you guys are are willing to see the bigger picture right and not necessarily letting like weird sibling rivalries not that those even Mm -hmm. exist but you know just thinking in terms of like if people would if you would ask someone are you willing to open a restaurant or a a business with your uh sibling I think a lot of them (laughs) would like take a pause like I don't know I need to think about that but like it's it's obvious to me that family is very important to you and actually I meant to ask you this can we talk about Eleanor's and and all of that okay for sure for sure sure. Um, like I I, I'm all about that and I might start crying at some point no I totally I mean (laughs) because to me the decision to to uh you know have to close your doors amidst you know 2020 Mm -hmm. being what it was is huge but Mm -hmm. y'all aren't disappearing and that no, to me is not. really important yeah. for, for, uh, you know, people to realize and, and you're, for to sure. me, you're adapting. Yeah, and, um, that's, I mean, yeah, that's the world we live in now. Exactly. So. No, it's like, mm-hmm. I, I think, um, what you're doing is incredible and I love that you're like, no, we're like we're, we're literally just making a change. And so, yeah. um, I mean, tell me what 2020 was like for you guys, because I know that y'all had to oh, close gosh. your doors temporarily mm-hmm. last spring, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm when stay in place orders were enacted. Yeah. Um, gosh, I want to preface it all with, you know, what we went through is like the best of the best of situations for some other people. Um, you know, we're very fortunate that we haven't had any close personal deaths in our family. Um, we've, we've, we've been very fortunate. Um, and so we don't, we don't move forward without, recognizing and acknowledging that constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, 2020 was really rough. We had, we had really, you know, after I had my youngest, we had really hit a stride at the beginning of the year again, where we had kind of slacked where I wasn't able to be as attentive as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, so we kind of hit our stride and then we were faced with stay in place orders where we had to literally lock our doors. And, um, I mean, I would catch the kids, that's what I call the employees, um, I would catch the kids like just going into Eleanor's and sitting in there, you know, there's something special really between those walls. And that's definitely the toughest thing to say goodbye to. Um, but we had a shut and we didn't think that we were going to reopen. Fortunately, we were one of the businesses that received a um, grant from the, or a loan from the PPP. Mm-hmm. And we were able to open a little bit with that. And with a lot of the community support, we had announced, you know, we're a restaurant and not to say that every business hasn't been hit hard, but the, re- the locally owned restaurants have been hit painfully, painfully hard in all of this. Yes. Um, but we, you know, all of our stock was gone. Um, you know, it's all perishable goods. And so when we announced that we had an amazing response from everyone, um, in purchasing gift cards, 
Um, and within one day we had exceeded by like eightfold what I thought wow. we needed to wow. reopen. Yeah. And so it was kind of like the people have spoken, we're reopening mm-hmm. and we had a lot of enthusiasm there. Um, and so we did reopen and, you know, we, we made it last for a year. Um, we, unfortunately Corpus doesn't, <laughs> doesn't heavily support a lot of locally owned coffee shops. And so we've never been a high volume shop. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not, we're not local coffee in San Antonio or Merritt. Um, yeah. you know, and so we've always had to really count on supplementing with other parts of our business. We do yes. a lot of catering. Yes. I'm sure you've seen like our charcuterie oh boards my really God. have taken They're off. So gorgeous. So <laughs> beautiful. You. Like that's that's Thank on my you. list to order, I'll have you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, so we we've supplemented that with that. We have a market shelf with a good amount of retail on it. And it's kind of like one of those has always sort of picked up the slack when it needed to. Mm-hmm. Um, but unfortunately these last few months we just nothing stepped up. Mm-hmm. And so we had to make that final decision to close our um, physical location. Um, and and so now we're just kind of, we're definitely doubling down on Lucy's. It, you know, it certainly allows me to be a little bit more singularly focused yes. um, on one business and, and sort of seeing what we can do with, Eleanor's without the walls of Eleanor's, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so we'll, we'll see what happens there. Oh, I have no doubt that, I mean, you, you guys are going to be perfectly fine. Like you care so much yeah. when you made the announcement that the brick and mortar was, wasn't going to be around anymore. I mean, people's responses, people dedicated I- like multiple Instagram stories to how important your space is to them. I mean, it was huge. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, so it is without a doubt that you have left a mark, right? And and, and you're not done. That's, that's something that I really want to emphasize. Like you're not done. I know that you're going to miss that spot and I know people are going to miss that spot, but it's like, you're still here. And Mm -hmm. I, again, like the, the, your ability to adapt because the world is not what it was January, 2020. You know what I mean? No, yeah, no, totally no, different. Not. You're right about that. Yeah. And I mean, so for you guys to still keep afloat, even though it's in a different way is, um, mm-hmm. really, really commendable. And so yeah. what I think is incredible is during Eleanor's five year run with the brick and mortar, you guys actually mm-hmm. made it into Texas monthly. You know, as as part of the fun. new Corpus. I mean, come on, yeah. right? Like you yeah. you had an image of what how you wanted Corpus to look and mm-hmm. people responded in kind and then it got recognition with like a huge state publication. Like that that's a mm-hmm. huge honor, right? Yeah. So it's like yeah. you you made your mark and that was that was really cool to read actually. Cause I'm like doing yeah, some doing some big. digging and yeah, I mean for you guys to be representative of what the new corpus is mm-hmm. huge. Yeah. And, and yeah. so when you guys make the transition to be, I guess you you would call it like mostly online sales, uh-huh. how is mm-hmm. it that people can go about reaching out to you guys and, and catering and so, all that? Yeah. So we, um, we have really gotten in the last few months to where when people call for charcuterie, we just have it set up on our online stores. You know, it's a square store. It's easy to access. So we just point them in that direction. It's the link in our bio on Instagram, mm-hmm. you know, so it's definitely out there. Um, and we're just going to slowly, not really slowly, pretty quickly, start to build that. Um, we have an amazing, talented friend who's done all the branding for our businesses. We've known her for 20 years. And she's already got her feet on the ground of building an Eleanor's 
website. Um, And so, so we're, we're figuring that out. We're, you know, seeing, we think aside from the personal and emotional connections we've, we've created with people. We do think also that we've created a very strong brand Mm -hmm. and, and with that and like a culture around Eleanor's, you know, we talk about, Eleanor's isms, like just stupid things (laughs) that we say all the time, you know, normalize, I love you. And we love Mondays, you know, just things that are, that, that are just a part of our, of our everyday. And, and so we're just going to kind of take that brand. So basically what you see, really what you've ever seen on our retail shelves is what you're going to see on our online store now Um, and just building kind of a pantry retail market online. So it'll just be Eleanor's market. That is fantastic. Oh, I love that so much. And so you said that's going to be happening pretty soon. So people just need to keep an eye out for that. And I'm sure that you guys will be posting about it on your Instagram. Uh, So I want to talk about, have you always known that you were going to be a business owner? Because it seems to me like it just comes naturally to you. First reaction, I almost interrupted you and said, God, no. (laughs) Like an emphatic no. Um, I don't, I don't even know that I'm the best business owner, but I do have a lot of ideas and I have an amazing support of people that I love and I think love my kids and me and my family. And so we just all kind of make it work. I mean, we're just basically a dysfunctional family um, and it's gone in waves. You know, we have people that I didn't think we would ever be able to survive without. I mean, I can think of five just off the top of my head. Um, and we somehow made it work. And then they're still a part of, you know, my, you know, my makeup. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, just because to me, owning a business is like such a, of course, like vulnerable and just so much gusto has to go into that. Yeah. And so yeah. were there any reservations at all whenever you were like, okay, I'm going to open up a coffee bar and name it Eleanor's or we just kind of, you knew that this was the way you were supposed to go. Yeah. I knew that's what I was going to do. You know, I was coming off of um, a really long-term relationship and five-year marriage, um, you know, with two kids. And I think the, the question that I had to ask myself was basically, do I want to go work an office job where I'm, you know, not going to be happy? I mean, I didn't even have to ask myself that. Mm-hmm. Or was I going to, you know, live with my mom for a little while and and see how I could make what I really wanted to do work? And and like I said, you know, I've, I've had an amazing support team in my mom, my sister, my brother, and my dad, um, you know, my brother is an amazing woodworker. And so he was able to build out the shop for us. And, and that was something that we could, you know, that was huge. And so, so yeah, it was just, I think the, I used to tell people the hardest part was when I actually, when I started telling people I was doing it yes. and then I had to hold, hold myself accountable. And I was like, okay, I said I was doing it now. If I, it's gone so far that if I don't do it now, 10 years from now, people are going to be like, with that coffee shop you wanted to open you know and mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't want to live in that anymore and so it was like okay I said I'm going to do it now let's do it 
Thank you yeah. for sharing that because yeah, that to me is such vital information for anybody considering starting a mm -hmm. business, right? Like what is, yeah. what to you is the most challenging part? And I would have to agree. I think if I ever decided to go that route, that would mm -hmm. be it. Like you better put your money where your mouth is kind of thing. Like do mm -hmm. not be mm -hmm. one of those people that's all talk. So I totally get yeah. that. But not yeah. only did you turn it into one business, like I said, at <laughs> one point you had, you had three. And yeah. so, yeah. so you also opened the goldfish. I know you guys sold right. it, but you guys opened right. it too, which to me, the goldfish like changed the game. The goldfish was, I mean, wow. Oh, thank and so you. how did you, cause was gold, goldfish was next, right? Then Lucy's. Yeah. Yeah. Goldfish was next. That's I mean, like you say, did you think you were going to be a business owner? Like, you know, if I, if, I, if people asked me if I was going to open a business with my brother, I would like think twice about it. Um, <laughs> my partner and I, and, and my brother, we're definitely people, I mean, we think about things, you know, we're not without, without careful intention, but we are also very like, we get an idea and we can't get away from it. Mm -hmm. um, and, and my boyfriend now partner at the time was like, I think I want to open a bar. If I did it, you know, would you want to run this part of it? And Justin, do you want to build it out? And we were basically like, Let's do it. We're not doing wow. anything else this summer. Wow. And, um, and so he ended up moving forward on that. And Justin built it out. We we built the goldfish, um, you know, designed it and everything. And then um, my partner was in a fortunate position to be able to buy the building. And so we do technically still own the building part of it. Wow. Um, which has a fun history to it. Um, and then now it's run by Michael Schreiber, who also owns Cassidy's. He's a great guy. Yeah. Um, and so, so yeah, it's, I mean, we still frequent it, but we, um, but yeah, we're not owners anymore, but it was, it was a fun ride. That's for sure. Right. But I mean, now you've essentially started to, at this point two two successful mm -hmm. businesses, right. And yeah. both like yeah. s similar in terms of wanting to, you know, have a really cool spot for people to hang out, but like going from coffee and like something right. more laid back to like a full on, like really nice, uh, bar area. Bar, yeah. That you enjoy being at, you yes. know, I think environment i i always joke you know years ago it's not the case now because there's so many great businesses not that i mean and there were before mm -hmm. um but you know there's so many carefully planned businesses now where people are thinking about the multiple facets that come with walking into a space and it's not just throwing tables into there you know it's a real feel of a space yes um and, and i'm so glad um that corpus has people that are doing that now um but at the time they definitely were not and 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 we yeah we just wanted like a space that you feel good in you know that it's like this is pretty and um and I enjoy being here and it and, you know it does something for me even if I'm just drinking water mm -hmm. and I'm at a bar or even if I'm just drinking complimentary about water you know and using the internet at Eleanor's whatever it is you know it's a uh, it's it's fulfilling for sure. Ooh, I love that. I love that word because that's yeah. not so easy to achieve, but once you get it, you know, like, uh, you, you never you know forget it's there. It. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's exactly like, oh, I right. I realized that like not a lot of places in Corpus were very cute, but now that we have all these cool places, like you get it. Oh yeah. yeah. And like, I know I keep saying it, but from a girl born and raised in Corpus Christi, it's amazing. Yeah. 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 To watch. Yeah. To watch this. I used to tell people, um, you know, we get a lot of tourists coming into, into Eleanor's and telling people that it's neat to see people actually doing the things that they've been talking about for mm -hmm. years. Um, Robbie Grubbs, who owns 
he owned local coffee um, in Merritt, and now he's branched out on his own. But he used to always call, you know, in San Antonio, he was like, San Antonio always had the manana attitude. It was like, oh, I'll get to it, manana. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's like, but they don't have it. Like now they're like actually doing it. And so, um, you know, I, I, I think uh, Corpus is still we're getting there, you know, um, but but we've definitely made strides in the last five years. Absolutely. And would you say that you've always been able to walk into a space and see its potential? Because I'm the kind of person, I don't know if I would be able to, you know, lay out a spot the way you do. And has that always just come naturally? It has. It has not to like brag. I mean, no, this is the time. Braggadocious thing. (laughs) But, uh, but yeah, I have. And I get that from my mom. She's just, you know, when we grew up, she was always rearranging um, a room. Like things were never the same um, for too long. And, and you would walk in, you're like, oh, you figured it out this time. Like now it like, it just kind of works. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she would do it again a month and a half later. And it somehow worked even better. Um, and my brother and I, I think we both got that from her. Um, we know when a space just kind of doesn't work. You know, there were a few places that people kind of threw out to me when we were opening Eleanor's and it was just kind of like, nah, nah, nah. Mm-hmm. You know, we definitely love the old. We love when yes. it's got a little bit of dirt underneath it. Um, and so, but when I walked in the, to the Eleanor space, the current one, it was like, oh, this is it. You know, like mm-hmm. I don't even have to look twice. Mm-hmm. Um, my brother has definitely a knack for being able to do that sometimes a little more than I can. But once he starts pitching a couple ideas, I'm like, oh yeah, then, you know, we can work off of each other in that. That's that so. to me is, is uh, priceless. Whenever you find like your group that you vibe with really well yeah, and that you all think similarly and are able to Mm -hmm. bring ideas to fruition. I think people, people dream of that. People dream of having that kind of collaborative team, but it sounds like yours just kind of happened naturally. Like did you and your brother when y'all were growing up ever collaborate in this kind of way in your younger days? I mean, you know, when when we were growing up, my dad, uh, owned a dealership at the time. So we definitely played dealership and office all the time. That, <laughs> That's that great. About it. I remember, you know, we would prop up like the model cars with little toothpicks to the hoods wrap. Um, I think that was my idea. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, we, we did a lot of fun stuff like that, but, but never, never like, never intent, like intensely creative things. I wouldn't say, I mean, it wasn't mm-hmm. really until, like he was in high school. I mean, we grew up playing basketball for the Corpus Christi City League, you know, all wow. our lives. And and so we it wasn't really until he was maybe a sophomore in high school um, that he started tapping into more of his like artistic um, side. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we had we had a monumental teacher at King High School named um, William Grady, and mm-hmm. he was just. I mean, he's still one of our closest friends, um, but wow. he really, like, we all got really close to him. My whole family did, and he's really the one that kind of pushed us, you know, a little bit further, and that was when my brother was like, I'm quitting basketball, and I'm applying to art school, and here's my portfolio, and, wow. um, and then I was like, oh, I can do this now, too, you know? Um, Is he your I mean, older brother? I was just about to say, he's okay. my older brother um, by two years. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so yeah, I I used to look up to my older brother too. So I'm like, okay, that makes yeah. perfect sense that he kind uh-huh. of not necessarily paved the way, but just kind of showed you what was possible. 
Right, right. It's like, I don't know that I would have, you know, I was running track and playing basketball at the time. So I don't know that I would have ever really thought of that. It was more like, oh, I'll go to a state university and, and what are my options there? But, yep. um, but yeah, I wouldn't have even, I don't even think I was thinking about going to an art school at the time. That is wild. I I think that's so interesting how uh, certain circumstances in people's lives kind of like nudge them in a Mm -hmm. direction. And then boom, like you said, I didn't even really consider art school. And the next thing you know, you're there and and graduating with your degree in fashion. That is Mm -hmm. tremendous. And also you come, I mean, from a family where, I mean, your dad was an entrepreneur in a sense in that he ran a dealership. And so Mm -hmm. do you feel like you even picked up on any of the business dealings then or were you just like kind of oblivious to it? I think I was just oblivious to it. I don't think I was ever thinking about it. You know, sometimes I wish I wouldn't have to think about the business side of things and I can just think about all the fun stuff. Yes. Uh, But at the end of the day, you know, that's what that's what you know, is writing the checks to the people that have to pay their bills and things. So, of course, um, but but yeah, yeah, I just dreams and all kinds of things it's so neat though like yeah. <laughs> uh you know and and so i really want to talk about lucy's i mean mm-hmm. lucy's is uh, the raving i hear about lucy's i mean you are a corpus is so niche meme like you know, <laughs> know. what i'm saying gosh and that's like the best instagram account in corpus yes right now. she just nailed or he nailed okay it. like who is this Every person time. right <laughs> i know i was like talking to one of my friends the other day who now lives in portland oregon and we were just going through the free feed, just like laughing out loud, <laughs> like drinking wine, like over the phone with each other. That's um, the best. Yeah, she just nailed it. I don't. Think I also. This is probably wrong. Maybe maybe I'll be proven wrong, but I also feel like it's a woman. Like I definitely feel yeah. like it's a woman yeah. running, running I, this I page. Mean, Vibe wise, yeah. Vibe wise, for sure. It's that good. It has to be. I would agree. I second that, Jessica. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, Lucy's is a is a force. I I mean, so really, it's hit a stride in the last few months that we, um, you know, of course, like we believed in its potential. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I I attribute it. Fortunately, in these last few weeks, I've been able to spend a lot more time there. Uh, and kind of see the 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 makeup of it um because usually my feet are on the floor at Eleanor's yes Um, and so and we've always had somebody to kind of run it we've restructured things in these last couple of weeks Mm -hmm. um but yeah I've been telling people you know when they ask about like how it's doing in these you know maybe a year ago or so one of our biggest goals was always to have natural wines um, I don't know, like how much you read about wines or anything. Not but, enough. Um, it's there is there is there's a big misnomer about the wines that we all drink that we just kind of assume like oh it's wine so it's great and they're smashed together and they're put in a bottle mm-hmm. and then they sit there for you know however long. Um, and unfortunately, in the United States, that's not necessarily the case. They don't have very high regulations on it. They allow. I think something up to like 40 or 50 um, additives in wine after it's bottled without it having to disclose it. Um, And so, so in these last couple of years, you've seen a big push for um, more transparency there. 
and 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 people even if they're you know where they're not where they're not making headway in the legislation they're at least people are just branching out during their own thing you mm-hmm. know they're just like well whatever we'll make our own wine mm-hmm. um you'll see like in i always i always kind of explain it to people sort of like skincare like skincare that comes out of the eu is very highly regulated yes. there's a lot of stuff they don't allow in their products the united states does yes sort of how it is with wine coming from italy and france Mm -hmm. anything from there even if it's a ten dollar bottle of wine is going to be more highly regulated and more quote-unquote natural um, than what you're gonna find that's bottled in the united states see i don't think i knew that i did know it about skincare i didn't know that about wine that's very interesting i mean i have a friend whose husband has like a high egg allergy and he can't drink most wines because egg whites are put in wines as an emulsifier. It's pretty really? Bleaching agents and white wines. You can get a lot of like champagnes or proseccos or, or like again, quote unquote, white wines from the EU, and they're going to be more, or even like you know, Eurasia, and and they're going to be more almost like an orangey color, to where you almost think it's an orange wine. Yes. But really, it's just because they don't put bleaching agents. Because in the wow. U.S., you know, you read white wine and you want it to be white. And so it's, it's, so we've had a really big push. Unfortunately, in the large, you know, we're still small guys, obviously. Mm-hmm. And the bigger reps and retailers in Corpus kind of don't want to touch white or natural wine. At least a year and a half ago, they didn't, you know, right, it was right. like, oh, it's a fad. Like we can't get it. So basically I was like, we'll find it. You mm-hmm. know, we will find somebody we can get it from. We found a rep in Waco that we have to drive up to San Antonio. They don't deliver past San Antonio. So we drive up to San Antonio wow. maybe twice a month. And, you know, we say put together an order for us and we get our wines from there. We do the same with a lot of our beers. And good, good friend of mine, Carlos Cooper from Hybrid Records. Mm-hmm. Um, he he's gotten really he's got beer in a movie podcast, which yes, is great. And yes. he he was like a couple months ago, maybe six months ago, was like, Hey, there's this distributor out of Austin, Flood Distribution. They've got all these fun beers that nobody in Corpus has. Like, you've got to get in touch with them. So we did, and we do the same thing with them. We've we, we meet them in San Antonio because also they didn't deliver in Corpus. Now they've started delivering in Corpus once a month, which is like, wow, you know, we I, love that. Y'all were instrumental and, in that, I'm sure. You know, we, we really were. Wow. And, you know, my hat's off to him for pointing us in that direction. And so that was a tangent and you said I could do that. Oh, <laughs> yes. I love tangents. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Well, I can tell you're like real passionate about this, yeah, which I thrills am, me. I am. Yes. It really is like. It sucks when you're in Corpus and it's like, hey, like all these people in San Antonio and Austin and New York and in California. And, you know, you and I were talking about like not having social media when we were in high school. Mm-hmm. Like you kind of knew all that stuff was happening, but you did like you knew the better restaurants were in the bigger cities. Yes. But it wasn't like in your face. And now yep. it is. And so to be in Corpus and be like, hey, like they have that. Why can't you know, we live. We live in a flat world now. Like, yep. why can't we get that? Yep. And and we can. And let's figure out how to do that. And fortunately, we are small enough that we don't have to go through that whole chain, you know, to make it happen. I mean, we can just call up a guy and and meet him and he can unload his truck on our car. And yes, done. but you made and that so, happen, man. That is and so. Yeah. Wow. So I've told people like that's really I really do think that that was a big impetus to to get to 
allow Lucy's to hit that stride because people mm -hmm. started asking about natural wines. They started seeing that we were people that would have never come to Lucy's started seeing like, Oh man, they've got like, I've, I've been wanting to try this beer. Like, you know, yep. we're on the, the beer group on Facebook. It's like, Oh, Lucy's has all of this stuff. The first time we picked up an order, I mean, they announced what we were carrying and within 20 minutes, everything was already spoken for once we pulled in. Wow. So, um, so that was huge. But, you know, I really don't know what's driven it. I mean, of course, I believe in what we're doing. But mm -hmm. these last few months, I mean, it's just it's way busier. And all we want to do is be mindful of that, appreciative of it. And how can we serve the community better and fill, you know, whatever it is we need to be filled to fill and, you know, listen, listen to that and, and do what we can to, yeah, to stay true to who we are, but also to to do what needs to be done. Well, and I, you're definitely doing that because, uh, you know, being in Corpus, right. It can be, sometimes be hard to win over local support and the fact sure. that, you know, but once we, we, uh, recognize what a commodity you are, we're, we're mm -hmm. loyal, like absolutely. Mm -hmm. So yeah. you, again, the following that you guys have generated is just huge. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Yeah. so, I love the spot that you guys are located. I mean, to me, it's mm -hmm. just optimal. And so what was it that made you decide, I want to put a snack bar downtown, like in this area specifically? Uh, oh gosh, what is the name of it? Okay, so, my, you know, we'll, we'll backtrack a little. This was another, like, Justin, this was another person just coming to me and saying, hey, I want to do this. And I'm like, let's do it. That is let's so great. And so, um, you know, like I said, Justin went to school in Kansas City, Missouri, and there was a place called YJ's Snack Bar. Mm -hmm. And it was about one-tenth of the size of Lucy's. I mean, it was itty-bitty. And it was like one tiny counter, and you would just kind of go tell – you know, the owner, like, Hey, I want fried eggs and hash. And he would somehow, you know, pump it out. Um, and, but it was a teeny little spot, but it had a real strong following. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, you just like, it was just kind of where you went. Um, and so, I mean, even when Justin and I were looking at spaces, we were like, this is bigger than we want. Like everything was too big. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, but eventually we found what we wanted. Um, the Lomaxes are our landlords. They own the property that we're on, mm -hmm. um, and they've been very helpful in getting it going. They're supportive. You know, we you can get prosecco on tap at Lucy's while you're sitting there, and call over there and have them bring the oyster, you know, raw oysters if you wanted it. Um, they're good friends of ours, and uh, and and they've really, you know, they're trying to spur some new development in Corpus, which is which is exciting. Um, you know, in downtown Corpus, and yes. so. Yeah, Justin wanted to do it, and so we did it, and it's named after our dad's dog. That's what I was wondering. We just thought it was funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My dad has a little black shih tzu. She's like the weirdest little dog, but she's hilarious. Um, we tried to get a silhouette of her that we could, like, stamp onto the cut, so we haven't yes. gotten there yet. We also have an employee, good friend of ours, who wants to do meet and greets with Lucy. Please. That would be funny. That is um, brilliant. Uh, but yeah, so it's named after my dad's dog. And, and again, it was just like, this is just kind of a void, um, that we saw in downtown Corpus. We'd like to eventually bring like kind of more of a grocery store aspect to it. You know, mm -hmm. those random little things that you need because there are more residences. Yes. Um, the DMD was also instrumental in getting it going. You know, they have their tourist development, which we used for the goldfish. Um, and so, or tourist incentive program. Um, so they've been really helpful too. 
Um, but yeah, we just felt like we wanted to do something downtown again. And then you Carry just on. did it. Like y'all, I know that it was hard work, <laughs> yeah. of course, but you just make yeah. it sound so yeah. like we had an idea and then we just did it. And to me, yeah. it should be as simple as that, right? Like yeah. without all the, uh, yeah. like emotions and whatever certain yeah. uh, perspectives that can get in the way. It sounds to yeah. me like you and guys. Not to say, not to say, yeah. I mean, not to say that it isn't without, you know, recognizing a privilege there that we, that we have that like none of us have desk jobs. You know, we, mm-hmm. we did the goldfish. We used the turs there. Um, and, and we, we, we had to kind of call them out because with the turs program at that time, you know, this was four years ago. Um, we were constantly call- being called downtown. Like, can you come and sign this? Can you come have a meeting about th- about this? Fortunately, Justin, Robert, and my brother were in, you know, working positions that we didn't, we weren't bound to a desk. Yeah. And we could do that. And mm-hmm. one thing that we said to them at the time was like, you know, if I was like a working mom of three, but I also worked nine to five and, and like didn't have a car or didn't have all of these, these assets, like I couldn't just come down here and have this meeting. This yes. wouldn't have been an easy thing for me. Yes. Um, and so, so that was something that, you know, we kind of had to acknowledge, but, but yeah, it's, definitely deciding to do it as the first part and then it's figuring out like how hard is this going to be for me yes um, and it's a little bit harder you know and different for everyone um but definitely if you just if you want it you know mm-hmm. you figure out a way absolutely well <laughs> yeah and at, at the same time like this is your job like this this is this is your livelihood mm-hmm. you know what i mean like mm-hmm. yeah th- mm-hmm. this is the route you decided to go like you put money and time and effort and you know, yourself on the line, right? Like to, to open these businesses. So give yourself some credit there, please, because that's, that that's a lot, you know, that's why not everybody owns a business. And I just want you to be aware of that. Something that you've been doing at Lucy's that I think is really neat is that you are, are incorporating like other local either businesses or things going on. So like, I know that y'all have a collaboration with cookie and crumb, which I think is super cool for like their granola. Um, and then also y'all have Mm -hmm. the, the, what is it? The downtown Corpus Christi run club. Y'all are like the meat spot for that. Oh yeah. Yeah. And y'all do like a happy hour. Yeah. So how, how did y'all come about this? Because I, I love like locals supporting locals, supporting locals when it comes to business and everything. And so how do y'all go about doing these kinds of collabs? Yeah. So I think, I mean, that really was born out of Eleanor's and one of the main things, um, that really, I, I don't know that I really wanted to, to design Eleanor's around was that like, we can't do everything the best, you know, we did think that we made coffee the best. Um, and we did think we could take people's other things that people made and kind of, you know, gave them like our feel to it or our touch. Um, so like with Eleanor's, you know, we did an avocado toast, but we got our bread from the German bakery because, Mm -hmm we'll never make bread as good as the Germans. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, so. I don't think I knew that. What a cool detail. I did not know that. Felt bread from day one. I mean, these were people that I met with, you know, before we, when I was making my business plan, Mm -hmm. it was like, we'll get our bread from the German bakery. Um, And then Katie Nicholson has been a good friend. I mean, working at Hamlin pharmacy was my very first job. um, So, uh, so I've known the Nicholson family, forever um and so we we knew I knew she had kind of just started been starting out she had done my 
now almost 10 year old daughter's first birthday. I mean, she was just baking kind of in the back of the kitchen at Hamlin. And, um, but I knew, I still knew she was the best, you know, and, and also, you know, being a good family friend, but, um, so I knew like, okay, well, we'll get our pastries from Katie. We used to always get, also get like granola from fed by bread, which is no longer, um, in Corpus, Mm -hmm. but it was basically like, how do we find the best people and like bring them all together? Um, and there were a few businesses that I looked to that did that really well. And, and so we've just kind of extended that to Lucy's, you know, um, we're so thankful that cooking and crumb is back up and running again. Yes. Uh, thank goodness. We're so, I mean, like they're everything. And so, um, so we have them again, the run club is I'm a runner and I tried to start a run, run club with the goldfish. And I, I think it was like me and four other people every time. <laughs> Sometimes it was just me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that did not take off. But fortunately, we've had some backing by the downtown management district where Mm -hmm. they're like constantly posting, you know, and everybody loves free stuff. Like they were able to make some T-shirts to give out to people. And so it's the first time I went down there, like I got there at 520 and there were like 40 people. I was like, this isn't that's is not what I expected. But and it's been like that almost every time. I mean, with the last week was the first week that we couldn't do it. But every single time there's been at least 30 people. And so that's what a run club is. You know, it's like lots of people. So you're always running with somebody. Yes. And, and talk about like community in downtown. That's not just going to a bar. I mean, we might mm-hmm. do that eventually. But um, but for the most part, it's like just all doing something active and fun together. Right. And I love that Lucy's is like home base for that because you mm-hmm. even emphasize like you can bring your kids, you can bring your dogs, yeah. like it's family. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly important. That's so important. Cause I do think a lot of people tend to just associate downtown with just somewhere to go party. And right. Right. Y'all are big changing convers- that. Yeah. We, that's a big conversation that we're having all the time about, you know, a, sustainable downtown cannot just be built on bars and restaurants. You have to have people actually living like physically living there, yes. but also living day to day lives there. Um, and if they're having to leave downtown for every need, they're not, you know, it's not sustainable. They're not going to stay. You know, I always, I always tell like Alyssa uh, Mason, you know, how do we, how do we get families downtown? That's mm-hmm. what I want to Like, how do you get somebody who's like, has two to three kids and is in public school and like genuinely wants to live downtown. How do we make that happen? Yep. You know, to me, I think when we're doing that, that'll be like, whoa, that'll be big. Well, but I love how you're thinking. Like you really are thinking about, you know, practicality for like a real family. And that's right. That's huge. Like it's great to have like grandiose, like luxe visions of things, but it's also important to, you know, be, be a little bit more mindful of like others who maybe want to experience that downtown lifestyle. But like, you know what I'm like, you said like a mother or of three. I mean, I love, I'd love to live downtown, you know, show me like a cute little townhome that I can live in. Not not to say that I can, I can make that decision now. Yes. Yeah. Um, Right. Not the best decision for our family. So it's not, it's not what we're going to do. If we could make it work, I totally would. Um, But, but yeah, I'm like, how do we do that? Mm -hmm. That'd be awesome. I love that. That, oh, that's so great. And speaking of family, because I feel like that's been a pretty consistent theme throughout our conversation. What does your family think about 
the fact that you are or have been an owner of three businesses at one time and continue to, you know, be a part of these really successful business ventures? Yeah, I think, um, gosh, they're probably like, wow, she couldn't do it without us. No. <laughs> <laughs> because I couldn't, that's for sure. But, um, gosh, I don't know. It's just, it's the norm now. Like, I don't even know. I mean, when I think back to six years ago, I don't, it's crazy. Like, it, f- it feels like a different version of me. Um, and so, so yeah, I think that's just, you know, but Jessica and Justin have like another dumb idea. Let's see, <laughs> let's see what happens. Like, oh, they're opening a restaurant. Good luck. <laughs> you know, I mean, all, truly, all I would say it's more than yeah. luck at this point, right? It's like, yeah. okay, you have one successful business, like right on. Um, but uh, you've had up to three. Like, that's yeah, that's more than luck. You know what I mean? Like, you're obviously good at it. Yeah. I mean, truly, I, I, I think that just speaks to the testament of if you love what you do, like you're going to do it well. Mm-hmm. Um, not to like say that I'm doing it well, but you're doing uh, it well. You're doing it well. You. I'll say it. But I mean, I truly do love what I do. I mean, good friends of mine before I had these, you know, businesses like our house was always the house that you went to, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and, and when I moved out of my parents' home, it was the same thing. It was like, you just always ended up at Jessica's house. There were always like, there was always food on the table, um, you know, and drinks and whatever. And so I love, I don't, I just love having spaces and having a home. Like just a couple of days ago, a bunch of kids that used to, that basically grew up in Eleanor's, you know, went from like, senior year in high school or freshman year in college through graduation when wow. they were all in town. and we all just kind of ended up in my living room you know and I'm like making tea for them and we have a snack board in front of us and um it's I genuinely just love that um and and I think you know you brought up like all the Instagram posts and the nods to Eleanor's and what it meant to people these last few years like I do think that's a testament to that because truly at the end of the day, the biggest success is, you know, one of our, and I use this term loosely customers, mm-hmm. uh, you know, she did a post that was like every friend that I have today, I can say I met them through Eleanor's, you know, when mm-hmm. I first walked into Eleanor's, they were serving cold brew out of a ice chest because the electricity hadn't been turned on yet, you wow. know, and when that girl twice a day you know we used to joke that like she said at the table in the morning in the bar at night and um like at Eleanor's not like the bars bars yeah (laughs) like it was like you know I mean we walked through so much life just with her that's like that's one person you know we watched her graduate from college and she sent us postcards when she was doing her field study it was like the she's like we're a part of her life now. Yes. And she's a part of ours. And um, and there's so many people that, like, you know, have said, like, we wouldn't be married if you hadn't opened this place. Mm-hmm. Like, like, so-and-so would have moved away if they didn't, you know, end up right next door. It's, it's just, I mean, even with me, it's like my part when I was telling my partner that, you know, of, like reading kind of all these posts to him. It was like, he was, you know, he said, like, we wouldn't have our child, you know, like you and I met. When I came into Eleanor's, um, wow, we made and 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 so it's 
that is truly what I love to do. Like I love just taking care of people, I guess. And, and I found a way to make a business out of it. Um, but, but really at the end of the day, I mean, that's also why Eleanor's has been so hard to close because it's hard to think of it as a business. Um, because you know, that's what we've held onto is the emotional aspect of it. But at the end of the day, you know, you've got to, what isn't working, you have to change. And yes. so we finally made that decision. Um, but really, I just, I like, I, I don't know what I, I don't, don't know what I'm going to do. You know, I guess I'll just be down at Lucy's all the time so I can see my people. Of course. No, I mean, that yeah. is, it, it's so beautiful. Um, and I'm glad we're, we're talking about this again, because it's, I was blown away by the emotion that mm-hmm. was just so dominant. I know. I, I mean, know. it was, and I'm not even trying to like make you feel a certain kind of way, yeah. but I'm just yeah. like, you can't deny this. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't like you made such a huge difference. And then for you to say like, yeah, you know, you saw what woman, you know, women pregnant and then bringing in their babies and now there's toddlers and now like they're starting school. I mean, that's, it's crazy. We always, we have an ongoing joke at the shop that we're basically the shop around the corner from you've got mail. Um, and I'm Kathleen Kelly. And <laughs> I love that. Our, our past employees, you know, have taken the other two lead roles. Um, but yeah, like I, a lot, especially in the closing, like we've had a lot of like reminiscent, you know, quotes from the movie that we keep saying, but it feels so real. It's, you know, we've really, we have really touched people's lives. You know, it's mm-hmm. like when she's comparing herself to, you know, the guy that owns Fox and Fox and Sons books, it's yep. like you, like, you're just a cash register. Like mm-hmm. that's what you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love that movie. And, it's so good. Um, I mean, I try not to get bitter about it, you know, but it sucks. It's like the last two weeks have been our busiest or two and a half weeks have been our busiest weeks in probably six months. Yeah. Um, And that's, that in itself is a sad thing, you know, and it, it sucks that it takes, it's going to take a lot of places closing and it's going to take people looking around and seeing that with their lack of support of local businesses, um, whether it's threads or coffee waves or Lucy's or bus or the, wherever it is, it's going to take a lack of those spaces and finally looking around and seeing that all you have is Starbucks and all you have is Walmart and target. Um, and there's no creativity and originality to the city that people are going to finally realize like that they created that, mm-hmm. you know? So what do we want to, you know, that's not what we want after all of this. Um, I would agree, I, especially like, after the strides that have been made, you know, like for exactly. the pioneers like you and, and um, people who started like way back when, like that's, we like, it's gonna we go can't. Back, if it, it's just, it's going to go back to people saying like, well, why would I try it? Like even places that have had this strong following haven't made it, you know, why would I think that I could like mm-hmm. whatever um and and that sucks you know we know that we will fill an emotional void in a lot of people's lives we'll fill or we we will create like a day-to-day of void because we do have people that come and get coffee every single morning sometimes twice a day and it sucks for them you know they have to you know hopefully they're going to be going to coffee waves like i Mm -hmm. pray that they go there or they go to driftwood um i you know i'm confident that they will but 
but yeah, it sucks for those people. And then the other people that are like, oh, like this place meant so much to you. Like, I'm so sorry you're having to go through this. I'm like, yeah, where were you? Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, not to be like a brat about it, but at, at some point you have to like acknowledge that, that like. Yes. And you have to take responsibility place. for what's going on in your community. Exactly. I truly believe that. Yeah. And we can, you know, local businesses can survive the, only on people's everyday support, you know, and, yes. and. It's the Instagram posts help and stuff, but, um, but what really helps is, is making that change in your day and yeah. saying, I'm going to stick it out and I'm going to keep going to this local shop or shopping at this local store. Um, because that's really what's going to like keep Corpus Corpus. Yes. No, I love that you said that. I love that you were just up as upfront as possible because people need to hear that. I mean, especially in light of, yeah, okay, we had a we had a difficult year last year, everybody. But that's all the more reason to, you know, keep your money in your community. That's all the more reason right. to be right. more mindful of where you're putting your money and where you're spending your time and your energy, um, especially in places like Eleanor's that have been around for so long. And thankfully, mm -hmm. you guys aren't going away Totally. Like I, I'm sure. so, so stoked for that. We're um, lucky that we have that, you know, yeah. little nest that we can fall back on. Absolutely. And, and other places that we can focus on, but not everybody has that, unfortunately. Right. And so being a business owner and having three children, do you feel like a certain responsibility, like being like, okay, I'm going to show my kids what's possible. Like they don't have to work a desk job. They don't have to follow like the tried and true path, like college, you know, corporate job, you know, they can yeah. do something like yeah. this. Yeah, definitely. I mean, especially having a daughter that, you know, just looking up to me all the time. I mean, I think that's not, not that I let my son spend for themselves, but, you know, having a daughter that, I mean, I grew up with a mom that was able to stay home. And so that was the norm for me was that she was just home with me. And because my, my jobs have so much flexibility, I have a lot of, you know, I, I am able to, to be there for them a lot throughout their days, even when they're at school. But yeah, I couldn't, I mean, I couldn't, I, I told my partner when all this was, you know, kind of coming to the final decision, it was like, well, what am I going to do now? You know, um, like, what are the kids going to think I'm going to do? Like, I just twiddle my thumbs at home or I'm going to, like, go to a job that I'm miserable at. Like, that's not fulfilling in any way. Mm -hmm. um, so there's definitely an obligation. I mean, to, to my daughter and to, you know, all the daughters in our, you know, in my yes. community. Yes. So, for sure. Absolutely. And to you. And to you. Because, yeah. you know, you know what, like you said, is fulfilling to you. And mm -hmm. I, I already know I am not worried about you at all. Yeah. Like, I know that you're going to come out on top, like for Thanks. sure. Yeah. Like I, you are just, I, I don't even know how to describe like my admiration for you. I just think you're incredible. Sure. I love that you took a chance on Corpus when so many people left and didn't come back. Yeah. You, you came back, you did the thing and like you are continuously thinking of ways to make it better. And to me, you're the most, one of the most valuable people we can have in in the I really community. I, I mean, I mean that, like I said, I, I mean, people are like, we get it, Brittany, you're from Corpus, but like, that's why I started this podcast is because I love Corpus and people like you yeah. are really doing, you know, amazing <laughs> things for it. Like I'm just 
so so incredibly in all of you and i appreciate you so much for being here with me tonight i know you're oh, incredibly busy yeah, I, your mom so i appreciate you asking me i really appreciate Absolutely. unfortunately it's an early bedtime so you know he's <laughs> oh There's no okay <laughs> well thank you again and i can't yeah. wait to see what new business idea or uh, uh, like yeah. a continuation that you guys do next i'm just so excited for y'all Thank you. It was so good to talk to you. You too. Thank you. Bye.